Hi, this is Chris, host of CT Small Business Presents, where we get to know your favorite Connecticut small businesses, as well as the ones you may not know. We get to know their passions, their business, their story. Thanks for listening, and let's get into the episode. Okay, it's Chris. And Care. And Care. And today I have Jeff from, uh, I drew a blank already. It's from Heavenly Smoke Barbecue. Correct. And Bristol Beef. And Bristol Beef. And Sullington Beef and Pork. Okay. I know there was more because yeah. I know we talked about it. <laughs> but I was going to ask you because I, I don't think I ever got the names. So I'm actually kind of interested. I'm interested in the whole uh, more of the I'm interested in everything because mm-hmm. I'm hungry. I like food. <laughs> I do food. And, and That's I love for sure. food. And then uh, also interested in the whole slaughterhouse thing. Yeah. We basically do from start to finish. So. Uh, like you said, we own Heavenly Smoke Barbecue, Bristol Beef LLC, and Sullington Beef and Pork. And so it is, one's a barbecue truck, obviously, with a barbecue name there. And Bristol Beef is a USDA slash custom slaughterhouse. And then Sullington Beef and Pork is a custom butcher shop with a retail end of it. Okay. I so. didn't realize that there was custom thrown into there. Like, I know custom just from Dusty Dude, but I didn't know that you guys did custom. Yeah. In that world. Can yes. you talk more about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm That's interested. That's so, so interesting. Ba- ba- basically, custom is, they call it custom, but it is basically everything that's not USDA. Okay. So if we kill anything that the USDA inspectors are not there, then it's considered custom for private use only. Oh. It can't be sold to the general public okay. for consumption. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's like, custom is basically like, say you have a cow and you raised your cow and you want to sell half of it to your neighbor, John, mm-hmm. which you know personally, that's legal to do. And that's what custom is. Oh. Basically, it's used for personal consumption, and that's it for your friends and family and neighbors. Awesome. You just can't sell it in, like, a grocery store or something like that because it's not certified. If there was ever a recall issue, E. coli or something, mm-hmm. there's no way to track it. So with the USDA end of it, everything's tracked by lot numbers and dates and times and stamps, and that's mm-hmm. why everything has that little legend with a four-digit number kind of that looks like that oh yeah <laughs> so that's like that is our usda legend number so every piece of meat that we process gets stamped with that number so it can go anywhere in the country and if there's ever a recall for something out of our facility you can track it okay. custom you just don't do that it's just yeah. mix it package it huh. put it in the freezer yeah now what would what do they consider custom like, i don't know if that's like an actual, just, the actual answer i don't know if there's an actual it's like it's just yeah. what they call it. It's not like there's any nothing special to it. It's okay. just the way it's killed. There's just no mm-hmm. inspection on it. Oh, okay. So it's been custom killed for the individual. Yeah, that makes more sense. That's just so interesting. I never would have thought to use that word in your business. So mm-hmm. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I would never think of like I wouldn't know where to even begin with that kind of stuff. No. So just even thinking about custom, right? With meat is just yeah. Yeah. Like, so, with the barbecue truck, like, I can't use, like, say, I, I have cows on my own farm. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't kill one of my cows custom and sell it out and use it as a product for my barbecue truck. Right. Because it wasn't legally inspected. Right. So, yeah. you can only use it for home use. Okay. Now, what, what, where'd you, did you start with the food truck? I was yes. say, you got to tell us so, everything. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> it's a long story here. How much, how much time we got? We, we got as much time as you. Yeah, we got as much time as you want. So, so uh, the slaughterhouse has always been a part of my life, even since I was a young, a youngster, like getting in trouble in school, getting suspended from school. I had to get to stay home and play video games or ride my bike. I had to go schlep hides at the slaughterhouse, and I'm 12 years old. You know, so it's always been part of my life. And then 
I was working the asphalt plant. I do construction most of my life. And then uh, I had this little barbecue gig on the side here that started because of my wife. And then uh, <laughs> I got fed up and then quit my full-time job at the asphalt plant and started the, the barbecue business. And then uh, my uncle needed help at his slaughterhouse, this processing plant. And so I was like, well, I'll come help you full-time. And then whenever I need to do my barbecue stuff, I can just say, see you later and go take care of it for the day or whatever. And he's like, fine with me. And so it grew into a working relationship between the two of them. And now, fortunately, he had passed away and left me. That left you the, the, so, the house, that slaughterhouse? Yeah. So I've been actively working full time at the slaughterhouse for five years and doing the barbecue stuff on the weekends or during the week whenever somebody calls and needs a truck for a day or something. Oh, jeez. So. No. Oh, I love barbecue. So I'm like, I'm just like just melting. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Everything that comes from Jeff's truck is top notch, absolutely delicious. Like we were talking before we started recording, Eric and I had some this past weekend. We brought it up to the wood shop and just manjaed the entire time. It was absolutely fabulous. I can't say enough good things about okay. Jeff and Heavenly Smoke. We met, I feel like it was years now. Yeah, years, it's only, like, only been a couple of years. Yeah. Pretty much mid-COVID, yeah. we met through the uh, Bristol Heart Group. Exactly, exactly. So Jeff is another Bristol small business, so part of our Bristol small business family. Um, but yeah, so tell everybody about all the great offerings you have on the food truck first, and then we'll definitely okay. dive yeah, into all your definitely. other amazing so, businesses. Yeah, the, uh, the food truck is my heart and soul. Like I've poured so much time and effort into that, and just blood and sweat and tears and Lots of, lots of <laughs> lots of bad barbecue until it finally <laughs> turned into good barbecue. The whole thing this way got started was uh, my wife was from Texas, and she moved up here, and she kept complaining she couldn't get good barbecue. So I'm like, how hard could it be? It can't be that hard. Yeah. Just slapping some meat on some wood stove, you know, you're good to go. Boy, was I wrong. So <laughs> I built a smoker, like, out of stone and yeah. some... Actually, some screen deck I had from the asphalt plant. Oh, did <laughs> so you? Yeah, laying around that they were throwing. Like, we change the, screen, the screens all the time, so they're still good for grill grates. They're awesome for that. Yeah. And so I, was, I built one, and I was mm-hmm. like, let's go. <laughs> Boy, I spent a lot of money just literally taking it right off the barbecue pit right into the garbage oh. pile. <laughs> I'm sure she probably told you, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure she, you heard, I'm there, sure you heard it. There was a couple that like didn't even make it in the house. I was like, ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But finally, like, I started, you know, just kept with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got good, and my friends convinced me to do it. Like, they so they, they bought a little small tow behind, like, a 10-foot-long trailer with like a pit, almost like a backyard pit you'd see on wheels and i customized it to put some sinks on it and hot water heater so it'd be legal for the health department and we're like we'll do a couple backyard parties make our money drink beer and watch mm-hmm. people get drunk in their own backyard and get paid for it i was <laughs> yeah. like this is gonna be great we're gonna drink beer and get paid and get to make fun of people this is gonna be awesome sounds good to me i so. know this is what i'm thinking and then one party turned into three parties three parties turned into nine parties by the end of our first summer, we did 36 parties. Oh, jeez. Yeah. We were like, what happened? And then the uh, Bristol All Heart Group found out about us and started inviting us to the farmer's markets. In three-hour farmer markets, we were selling 40 racks of ribs. Oh, jeez. Yeah, 50 pounds of mac and cheese, 80 pounds of pulled pork. Like, it was mm-hmm. nuts. And it just snowballed into what it is today. So now we have a 34-foot fully enclosed brand new well it's not brand new now it's 18 months old but it's beautiful yeah, it's food beautiful. truck i have to check it out so. yes you can't miss it if you yeah. see him on the road we yeah. usually yeah. beep at each other for driving <laughs> yeah it's uh 
It's bright orange, and it's got this crazy logo on the side of it, so you can't miss it. Yeah. I went with the theme of orange and a crazy logo because mm-hmm. you don't have to remember the name, but you always remember the big orange food truck mm-hmm. or the big flying guy with wings. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. part of the marketing plan there. And then, uh, so now we offer like true Texas style of barbecue, slow smoked, 12 to 18 hours for briskets and pulled pork, baby back ribs. Um, what else? Sausage, pulled chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, smoked mac and cheese. Your breakfast tacos. Yeah. The breakfast tacos. Yeah, you can't oh forget gosh. the breakfast. <laughs> so, we uh, we start at six a.m. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw it's all like I saw it was pretty early. You start. Yeah, six a.m. Because, you know, I worked in the construction field my entire life, and like you're there's probably, only you're... so many times you can eat one of those crappy Dunkin' Donut oh, breakfast sandwiches. Like they're good in a pinch, but like every day, day in day out, it just gets old. Uh huh. So uh. Yeah, I don't get how people can eat those, like the Dunkin' Donuts, every yeah. single day. Every day. I know, it gets old. So I'm like, I wanted to capture some of that early construction crew because, you know, I know when I was doing it, I would appreciate it, you know? Oh, yeah. So there's a few stops I would used to stop at just to switch it up. You have to, you know? Yeah. Just give your taste buttons a break. So we do that, and we do the um, pulled pork, brisket, chorizo, bacon. And we, uh, we're doing burritos now. I saw that. Burritos. Yeah, this is what actually, I remember talking to you. This is what caught my eye was this. Oh, yeah. When you, obviously, yeah. when you visit their Instagram at Heavenly Smoke Barbecue, barbecue CT, that's what it caught my eye originally mm-hmm. was yeah. this one. The burritos. Oh. Big big seller all of a sudden. See, I know. And we haven't come to get those yet. So those yeah. are next on our list. So, we often, like, we do them as, so I don't offer them all the time. But I always have the things to do them if they're, like, I call them secret menu items. I love it. So, like, people that come to us regularly know about them and ask for them. But if you're a new guy, you don't know about them. So, it's kind of <laughs> cool. You're going to be on the so, end. Exactly. So, like, at Farmer's Market, people will sometimes get, like, a Coma cup. Oh. We do a 20-ounce cup layered with cornbread. Your choice of meat, beans, cornbread, topped with mac and cheese, and, like, with so a dome good. lid and sprinkled with barbecue sauce. Oh, jeez. And people will walk around and be like, oh, what's that? Mm-hmm. Can I get one of those cup things? You know? <laughs> yeah. So they're just like secret menu items. Ugh. Just like, I'm just looking at the food. Just like, just. <laughs> you just want it, don't just you? just want it. Yeah. I'm going to definitely, how long are you at the, the farmer's market until? Uh, When's that running I think until? It's end of October. Uh, yeah, end of October. For and then they have one the, the Saturday right. right before Thanksgiving, which we won't be there. Okay. Okay. For that. We might do a booth for Bristol Beef, but we're actually heading out of town for. Dallas, big drive down to wow. Dallas for Thanksgiving. Oh, you're driving oh, down there too? Good. Yeah. Oof. So can't imagine. No, uh, it's uh it's like twenty six hours straight through. Wow. It's, oh, not, it's not terrible. Yeah. So we stop every four hours. Yeah. Half, that's a, smart. T- half a tank of fuel, four hours. Mm-hmm. Get out, walk around. But it's it's more economical for us, especially with the little guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Little guy. They want to pack all that crap on the plane, charge oh, your no. leg. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't uh, know if you'll get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, so that's kind of what we offer for on the barbecue, and we do c- private parties, breweries, How corporate far are you events. Booked? This is a very personal question for the bazaar. <laughs> uh, actually, the Saturday booking, the backyard party bookings, have finally slowed down. We're oh, booked okay. to the end of the month, and then we have a few standing dates. Noted. So perfect. Yeah, I mean the backyard <laughs> scene really starts to slow down. Then I'll start picking up more breweries. Oh, I'm undecided if I'm going to run through the winter this year. To be honest with you. Just because I got so much going on that was thrown in my plate this yeah. summer. Just trying to get some ducks in a row. But well, well, now tell us about all everything else now that has been added to your plate. So, uh, 
as we kind of talked about with the slaughterhouse here, the USDA slaughterhouse Bristol beef has been basically given to me, and along with the pa packaging end of it, and then there's an 18-acre farm with some beef cows, and then all the hay responsibilities that go with it. We hay about 220 acres. Wow. Oh, jeez. What yeah. do you do? Do you sell that hay, I assume? We sell some of it, but most of it is consumption for between the slaughterhouse and the farm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. And where is all that acreage? Is it? In Southington. It is all in Southington. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. So, can't tell you where. Secret. Hay vultures out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know nothing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, the hay vultures. It's like, that's why <laughs> I call them. a real thing? No, it's like, it's people trying to get your hay lots. <laughs> like, oh, they're farmers. Like, they found out my uncle had passed away. And like, yeah. we got probably $500,000 worth of hay equipment, like in these fields between all the pieces, the tractors and implements yeah. and balers and mowers and, you know. And like, I already mowed half of them and he mowed the other half or whatever. And next thing you know, I'm in there on the hay fields one morning. Going to cut some hay, and there's a pickup truck back there with a bunch of people. <gasps> oh, so I'm like, well, "What are you doing?" Oh, well, we're marking up the fields because we're hay along with the. No, you're not. So <laughs> we call the guy that owns the land. So we don't own the land. We just mm. they own the land, and we maintain it, and we get to keep the hay for free. Oh, but they get their land maintained. Yeah, and so That's they a good deal. it's a farm write off for them. Right. So they're not they're paying farm prices on the land, but like, oh. We didn't know anybody was taking care of it. Well, you didn't ask either. You know, right. you know where we are. You know who's been doing it. We've been doing it for 20 years. You know? Yeah. Just, oh, interesting. I would never think that would even happen. Yeah. Well, I've never, I, I've obviously never been in the situation, but. <laughs> well, hay vultures is what I call them. Wow. You know, thieves in the night. You got to keep everything locked up. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. I know. That's crazy. I know. Isn't it like. And unfortunate. Too, it is. Just because people... you work, you work your buns off and then you come to do your work and. Yeah. They gotta fight other that. people from stealing your work. That's yeah. You know, it's That's just awful. it's not like it's an easy job. It's no. really actually hard physical yeah. work. Yeah. Compared to just sitting at a desk all day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, one field took me thirty-two hours to cut. Wow. Just one, and we're we're cutting twelve feet at a time, like fifteen miles an hour. Like we're cruising. Mm. Yeah. Just mowing for wow. days. Jeez. Yeah. Sun up, God. sun down, days in a row. It's just you know. And then it's got to be raked. And then it's got to oh, be yeah? windrowed. And then it's got to be bailed. Like, you're talking hours, man hours on man hours. But it's still somehow cheaper to do that than huh. it is to buy it. So how much of your week is now dedicated to doing those type of tasks on top of So that stuff is, now? we're done with that for the season now. Okay. So I finished that on Labor Day weekend. I did oh, my good. last cut and bail. So okay. we're now focusing on this. So it's really like two weeks in june and like two weeks in like september oh, okay so, so it's, it's not, not like continuous no because okay. you gotta let the grass grow yeah we'll let the hayfield grow but like when you get into it like you have to like watch the weather mm -hmm. and be like all right it's not gonna rain for 10 days we can knock down some hay because if it rains you're gonna start all over oh so every time they get wet you gotta refluff it and dry it out otherwise it'll grow mold and bacteria right. and then <laughs> yeah it's a big project wow yeah again oh. stuff i would never even mm -mm. Yeah. Con, you know, have a concept even mm -hmm. having an issue to even do. You so know? We, we go through all that nonsense just to make hay to feed the cows that we're, <laughs> that that we're gonna, I guess, repurpose. <laughs> to, <laughs> I like to politely that. That was say a good that. word. So, I like that terminology. You know, that was like, good. You know, they're just there for the night. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. And that by itself is, you know, crazy. It's just 
chain of animals coming in and out, going to get animals, people mm-hmm. picking up stuff. We kill for other USDA processing facilities such as Litchfield Locker. Oh, in okay. And Beretta Provisions in Berlin. Huh. So we do a lot of their exclusive USDA killing for them. Oh, well, I we do all that. their USDA killing for them exclusively, mm-hmm. but they, other people do custom stuff for them as well. But Wow. So. Huh. Yeah, I just drove by their spot two weekends ago because we did a show up in Litchfield and mm-hmm. we just drove right by and it's just this, I mean, it yep. looks like a little, you know, a little tiny right on, right on the main yeah, road. Yeah, right on 202 there. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, probably awesome. Dri- I've probably driven past it so many on times. On the way to the coffee place yeah. Yeah. that I probably we never, talk about. I never even probably never paid attention to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. So. so then of all the hay that you're processing and baling those two times, how long does that hay last for the animals? Oh, it'll last. It'll I have, last I have enough to between. carry me until June next year. Oh, wow. So okay. just one fi- one of our fields, which is like the medium-sized field, mm-hmm. the first initial cut we did in square bales. We typically do round bales just because it's easy for us. You know, you just spear them and dump them into the, the feeder. But mm-hmm. we did square bales because somebody wanted to purchase some. Oh, okay. We did 742 bales wow. off of one field. Oh, so wow. imagine that two times, you know, you're looking at over 1400 bales mm-hmm. so it's a lot of hay to move around that is yeah my god so huh. a, lot, a lot of man hours picking it up and stacking it yeah. you know that's Gosh. why they say don't mess with the farm boys because yeah. they're not gym strong they're farm strong yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> different true. you know you go th- oh huck god. an 80 pound bale 12 feet over your head into the hayloft you yeah know? it's not like it's not like anyone no one could just do that you know right no. so wow. i like to see someone just off the street try doing it you know yeah. mm-hmm. i had my wife come with me one day i had to go Shag some bales out of one of the fields for bringing down to the farm. And she lasted about four minutes. I was like, all right, get in the tractor. Just here, I'm going to put it in gear. Just let the clutch out real slow and you'll creep along. Don't touch anything else because she never drove a tractor before. Yeah. You know? okay. yeah. She got driving a 100 horsepower tractor. Yeah, my toddler's sitting on the hay wagon with us. <laughs> yeah. Loving life. Oh, I bet. Yeah. How old is he? He's 21 months. Oh, is he? Yeah. You know, oh, every time he sees a tractor, daddy tractor, daddy oh. tractor. Every tractor's daddy's. <laughs> you got a lot so, of tractors. It's yeah, good. it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> no, you know, I actually got a question too. Is how, animal wise, how many animals do you keep on the farm in general? Oh, so the farm is just kind of personal use. Oh, okay. If, if anything, we don't really we have and we do, but we typically don't slaughter them. If what mm-hmm. we do is, so my uncle had like thirty five at the beginning of the summer, and oh, I was wow. like, dude, what are you doing? That's a lot. Like, 30, yeah, 35 pets. Like, they got to go. I'm like, you know. His name, his name was Art. I'm like, Art, they got to go, man. I'm like, they're literally eating a hole in your pocket. Like, right. you're literally putting money in your pocket to just feed them, mm-hmm. to look at them. Like, what are you doing? Like, you want to look at cows? Look at YouTube. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, between all the work you have to do for us, so I Talked him into it, and we got rid of a bunch of them. Yeah. Between selling them to other farmers and bringing them to the livestock auctions, and a couple of them were repurposed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. So I'm only down. I'm down to three now. Wow. And the only one is because one is going to turn out to be a really nice animal, for, probably for my own freezer. <laughs> and then two of them are pregnant. So once wow. they calve out, somewhere between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'll decide what I'll do with them. But, Aww. but my plan is for that is to. So, like, Thursday, I'm running down to PA to go see a friend of ours, an Amish guy down there, mm-hmm. which we buy cattle from. And so, if I buy a couple extras that I don't need, I can stage them there until I have orders. 
you know, because huh. it is four and a half hours down, four and a half hours back. Right. Your fuel prices, it's easier to buy a couple extra that you don't need at this very moment in time mm-hmm. and stage them there and keep them fed for a couple weeks. And then when they're sold, we'll go get them. Yeah. So huh. That's going to be my plan with them. So, I don't Maybe this sounds like a silly <clears throat> question, but I'm just interested. Like, how does, how do you guys all get connected? Like, between, like, to who needs animals and who doesn't? Like, it's not like you have a Facebook page that, like, no, everyone's asking. Just, so, like, I don't know if it's just, like, years and years of just being in the business. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Like, you know, farmers know each other. You know, it's just only a few of us. That, there's only three USDA slaughterhouses that process beef wow. in Connecticut. Connecticut. So, huh. there's one in um, Stafford Springs, one in Plymouth, and then us in Bristol. Wow. So, for the whole state. For the whole state. That's amazing. And there's a there's one in Rhode Island, and there's two in Mass. I think two or three in Mass. Hmm. And then like, there was one in Hillsdale, New York, but I think they're not USDA anymore. Oh. So we get people from all over, all over New England coming down. The three of us, you know, not just yeah. me, but the three of us. So yeah, no wonder you guys are all consistently slammed. Yeah, it's crazy. And how does it get around, like, with the holiday season coming up now? That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, cold weather hit hit the panic button. Yeah. You know, like, nobody wants to feed their animals all winter longer. You know, deal with frozen water buckets and all that stuff. You know, people buy them in the spring, mm-hmm. or they raise them for two years and see you later. You know, but nobody wants to deal with it as long as they have to. Right. Especially with winter, you know. So, in the fall, you know, we always get busy. Wow. So, there's a place called Middlesex Livestock Auction down in... Uh, Middlefield is part of Durham, mm-hmm. and so they have a spring feeder sale. So it's like they're feeder cows, is what they are, and they're like seven to eight hundred pound animals, not huge, maybe a little smaller. So they're typically you can keep them for six, seven months, okay. put some weight on them, and yeah, you know. So that's you know it's that time of year people are hmm. filling the freezer. <laughs> yeah, 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 you exactly. Know? And that's kind of the whole point. That's why you do it. You right. know, you know, just don't. Have them walk around because they look cute. I mean, I'm I know, I know. You <laughs> might, <laughs> I'm the big softy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can deal with. I can't. I'm not a big animal person, so it's okay. Yeah, I like steak way too much. So, <laughs> oh yeah, gosh. and then plus we got hot. We do hogs and we do goats and lambs and so. You don't have goats on your farm, do you? No, I didn't think so. Nope. Oh, go yoga in your field. I can nope. see it now. Lambs and goats are like my nemesis. <laughs> Why? They're just stupid. <laughs> they are. <laughs> like, they don't do anything you want them to do. Like, they just look at you. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you can never get them to walk. They have to walk in like a pack. And, of mm. course, there's always like one, which is like the leader of the dummies. <laughs> you know, it's like. So you have to get that one to move, and the rest of them are like, oh, follow Fred. <laughs> you know, Fred's <laughs> jumping off a cliff. We'll jump too. Like they're just, they're herd animals, and they're just, oh, and they're dirty, and are they're they stinky. Oh, man, goats are stinky. They're so gross. But how do people do goat yoga then? I don't know. They must mm-hmm. wash them. Right, like a lot. Yeah. Must like be. the goats we get are dirty and stinky. Oh. And like they pee, they pee on themselves. That's gross. To make themselves smell attractive. <laughs> Uh, the animal world is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone in town in Bristol. It's at like one of the mum places on the way up to Rich Farm mm-hmm. on the right hand side there. And they have goats that come. It's like a little pack. It's like two or three, maybe four of them. And they come and I think it's to mow the lawn. 
They might. I think they do. I think Dude, they hire like a, them to mow the that's lawn. That's like goats are great lawnmowers. Yeah, that's what I've heard. They're great, and they'll eat anything. I mean, from oh grass to poison ivy. They'll oh, mow geez. poison ivy right down. It doesn't. They, it, it doesn't, doesn't affect them. them. Does it affect them? No. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so amazing. That's like a me. big thing down south. Oh, is it? Yeah, like in the Carolinas and like where the whole ha- where they have cow or not cows. Thinking about cows, goats <laughs> come to your your yard and eat everything. Yeah. Huh. Like, you know, like you see those yards, like, overtaken by ivy and poison ivy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They'll just put a pen up like a movable corral and yeah. just send them out there for a week and let them chomp. Wow. And they're getting big money for it. Wow. They're getting, like, $1,000 to have them come clear your property out. You're oh, having geez. goats walk around. Not, like. Yeah. They're not doing anything. You're getting your animals fed for free mm-hmm. and money on top of it. <laughs> wrong. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> You can you can add that I, to I, your. Uh, I take it. I take it all back. I love goats. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm opening. Songs are making me money. You know. Like, you can add that to your uh, your uh, field of businesses. You know. No, uh-huh. I'm way too busy for that. No, so, I'm sure. Yeah. Sounds like you're like nonstop. Yeah. So my day pretty pretty much starts at five thirty in the morning and mm-hmm. ends at like seven thirty eight o'clock every night. Jeez. That's Gosh. just work stuff. And then somewhere in between all that, I find time to play men's league hockey. Oh, do you? Do yeah. yeah, so I just really like abusing myself. Where is that? Where do you do that? Oh, we play in Newington and Cromwell. Those are oh, nice. Men's league. Yeah. Oh, so. that's really How long cool. have you been doing that for? Since I was 27. Okay. I got the bright idea. Of never owned ice skates before until I was 27, so my buddies did. I was like, another <laughs> brainiac. How hard could it be? It's funny you say that because I think the same thing. It was like, oh, I can pick that up. How hard is it going to be? Oh, then you find out how hard it is once yeah. you just. And now I play goalie. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Bad. So, that's, that's so you just smart. like you just like the abuse then. Yeah, I, call, I, t- I tell my wife and my friends I'm fatletic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh you know I'm not the skinniest guy around. I'm six two two eighty five. You know, so but I'm I'm fatletic. That's so, so funny. My yeah. nephew just started playing playing hockey, mm-hmm. um, and I was just talking to my sister on the way here about how he's starting to like you know move around a little bit more mm-hmm. and practice. They're doing little. Um, not scrimmages, but just little yeah. things. Stick time. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I get pictures every Sunday. It's so cool. I can't I wait for my little dude it. to get there. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so awesome. So he turn, my little guy officially turns two in January, and he's wow. getting a pair of ice skates. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, think, I think hockey is the best thing to watch in general. Yeah. Like I can just picture your kid, like you're saying, when he's going to get the other uh, skates. Mm-hmm. I can just see him already, like, at four years old, just... Yeah. Just... Being able to skate better than any like a football and yeah, adults. You, you oh, gotta, yeah, you got to get into them when they're young, and they just mm-hmm. like as they learn to run and walk, they learn to skate, and it's just second nature. Yeah, you know, it's huge. I wish I, my parents did that to me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I have a. Uh, when I was younger, I had a lot of time to do it. When I was <laughs> in my early, late twenties, early thirties, yeah. so I was skating five days a night. Wow. I don't know. Wow. But I didn't have any responsibilities on. Didn't, yeah. didn't have a fiance and I wasn't married and didn't have a kid. You know? <laughs> like I said to my wife all the time, get married, start a business, mm-hmm. have a kid. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Fun, they, say. <laughs> yeah. they lied to us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you're a small business owner. If, mm-hmm. if you don't do it, it doesn't get done. Yeah. You know, like sometimes my wife, she's like, are you coming home yet? I get it. She's worked all day too. And she's got a toddler running mm-hmm. around the house and, you know, she's tired. But I'm like, Brent, like, I got to do it. Like, yeah. it doesn't get done. Like, she works in an office in the cubicle. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, essentially, she gets to close her laptop and that work is there tomorrow. Like, right. animals don't eat unless I'm there. So, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, there are so many times where I'll text Eric if he's running the shop late, and I'll be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, like, should I make dinner? Should I not? Are you coming? Do you need me to bring you, bring you dinner?" Um, the amount of times that I've brought dinner and we've just eaten it on one of the workbenches mm-hmm. or in the office or whatever, but it is that's all part of it. Yeah. But the other part is making time for yourself, and yeah. somehow as small business owners we find it people yeah. are like oh you never sleep you can't sleep i'm like actually i sleep very well and actually i find time to if i want to read a chapter in a book or if i want to watch terrible trash tv mm-hmm. or like binge watch netflix yeah. <laughs> like somehow you make it happen because you have to yeah like you just need something to turn off your mind because like yeah. you can't constantly think about work and all no. the problems that you have to address when you get there it's just like mm-hmm. i'll get to it. i gotta gotta do this for me so yeah i try to come home every day at like 5 30. Oh, that's pretty get, great. Get some Sam time in. Yeah. Son's name is Sam. Just get some Sam time in. He goes to bed around like 7, 7 30. Mm-hmm. And then I'll leave and go back yeah. to work. You know, like, gotta be there for the little dude. At least see the wife have dinner. Of if there's still more yeah. work to do, I'll go back out and keep working. But yeah. try to always have like two hours there. So that's great, though. You gotta. And we spend Saturdays, I work the food truck. So mm-hmm. it's like tough to be home on Saturdays. If we do local stuff in town, I'm typically done by three. But then we have breweries so like i'm out prepping stuff at 6 a.m come home for three hours you know and i'm gone at nine o'clock because i gotta prep the rest of the stuff and be at a brewery and set up running yeah. by 12 one o'clock you know You're probably there till like eight o'clock exactly there till seven eight o'clock so by the time we take about 45 45 minutes to clean, thoroughly clean the food truck every day mm-hmm. so i clean before i transport so a lot of people mm-hmm. just close the window, stuff the stuff in the sink, and transport. We thoroughly clean everything before that truck moves. Everything's put away, clean, locked up, ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So the next time I have to use it, I can just get at it and go. Yeah. You know? And it's just too nice to let it be dirty. Right. It's you know? beautiful. You work so hard for it, too, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just every... And then, not today, but every Monday... I try to make time to go over there and power wash the inside of the truck and the outside of the truck. Oh, you do the inside too? Oh, yeah. Wow. You have to. So, oh, my gosh. I mean, not so much the walls, but the floors. You know what I mean? Right. We sweep the floors every day, but it's just it's an active working kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a full kitchen in there. We don't have a commissary kitchen. We don't need one according to our health department. We're going to have to get one now because they're changing the FDA rules. Uh-huh. Are they? But, yeah. For everybody now, not just me. It's just everybody. Wow. So we're slowly switching to the FDA rules. So every food truck's going to have to have a commissary kitchen no matter what. So for those of us who don't know what that means. So a commissary kitchen is. <laughs> so we're, we legally don't need one at currently. But mm-hmm. like I said, they're going to change the rules because we have a bathroom on our trailer. Right. So we have somewhere for our staff to use the bathroom <laughs> and like we got two hand wash sinks in the whole yards and a full kitchen we're f- fully set up with a full kitchen inside mm-hmm. but they want somewhere where you can prep stuff and have a bathroom for everything it's got just it. like so we're gonna get a commissary kitchen and never use it right it'll just sit there so yeah it's just ridiculous oh my god so and then plus like it's a commissary kitchen so then other people are using it. Mm-hmm. So like, so it's just like a one kitchen that multiple people can use and store stuff and cook stuff and prep stuff. But like, did they clean the kitchen thoroughly? Right. So like, now you're spending time cleaning up after somebody else to make sure you're not cross-contaminating mm-hmm. stuff. Like, 
I know my kitchen on my trailer is clean because I cleaned it myself. Mm-hmm. There's, so it seems like there's going to be a way more chance of cross-contamination and food poisoning happening with this new FDA rule. But oh, interesting. Somebody with the clipboard said it was a good idea. Huh. So when you get those notifications, do they just shoot you guys an email or do they come by the truck? Do they call no, you? No, uh, the, the health department's really good about notifying us oh, good. via email. Okay. Yeah. Our, health, our local health department is phenomenal i can't oh, say anything bad about them you have a question just email them they always get back to us they're really splendid people they're That's tremendous great. to work with you know yeah. and they help you with all your compliance issues if you have any oh, you good. Know. yeah That's people awesome. like dread like you you know bristol <laughs> like bristol's great like mm-hmm. the downtown like um authority bristol all heart small business stuff like you have any issue you can always just talk to them and they help you you they know, work, people. They work with you. They're yeah. great. They really do. Yeah. You know, a lot of people dread talking to the town. Oh, I gotta go to the town today. Like, mm-hmm. that's because you have a crappy town. That, right. <laughs> you know, like ours is great. Like ours promotes the small business. They want you to do good. They want you to come use their resources and talk to them mm-hmm. and help your business grow. Because the more your business grows, the more customers bring in town. The more customers in town, they're also spending money at other places and bringing tax money in and hopefully moving to Bristol and yeah. creating a better environment for everybody. They see the big picture. I will say Bristol does see the big picture. It helps the small guy get to be the big guy. Absolutely. You know? That's that's how we've gotten to where yeah. we are in April from Family Roots with her. Absolutely. Um, uh, and did you know that the city just started their own podcast? No. Yeah. So uh, we were supposed to record last week but with everything that happened it got postponed yeah. so i'll loop you in once um once we get that and i'll share the link with yeah. you for sure yeah. um but again they're working with a lot of small business owners and different parts and people from the city so that's, oh, that's coming cool. soon which is really neat yeah. but yeah tomorrow eric and i are going to the city to start talking about permits and people are like oh and i'm like i don't know where i'm going or who i'm talking to but i know it's going to be a great conversation yeah. and we're going to leave they're with great. answers like exactly that's it and if they can't get you the answers right then and there they'll take your email they'll take your phone number they're yeah. like we'll contact you with stuff so when i officially took over the slaughterhouse business mm-hmm. we had to reapply for the federal grant the way the way it works with our usda stamp so I was on the federal grant. I had to switch ownerships of it mm-hmm. because obviously what happened, my uncle. But uh, you have to like send in the schematic of your building and blah blah blah, all this stuff. And like I couldn't find the schematic anywhere online about huh. the property because we don't own that building. We we lease that building. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, and the landowners didn't have it because the building's so old. Mm-hmm. So I went to the town hall went to the building department they didn't have it they sent me to the engineer's department they didn't have it they sent me some results and somebody was like let me just get your information we'll get back to you (laughs) and like two days later they called me they had all the information in a nice little packet they're like oh your stuff's all set for you we we got it all for you you can pick it up over here at the building department (laughs) i was like what (laughs) well you guys are wonderful this is great like you know like they did my legwork for me so you can continue to run your business exactly you know that's that's, huge yeah definitely that's awesome to hear i will say i like how bristol does the bristol all heart group and they get us together as small business owners and they hook us up to help us help each other, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they build this small business community. So we're all backing each other. And, like, if we ever need anything or I have resources that she could use yeah. for her, the mm-hmm. woodworking shop or they have something or a referral for a party, like, we all just share information and resources with each other. It's great. It's amazing. It really is. It builds a strong community, which then you builds a better place to live. way to support each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And it keeps it all local, you know? It yeah. does. So 
Yeah, I remember when you first started having your truck in Bristol, and I was I was so nervous. And I looked at Eric, and I was like, I was like, I'm gonna bring them some coasters. I was like, because we had really just kind of started too, and and I remember going, and I think we still owe you a new set of coasters no, for no, your no, actual no, no. trailer, don't no, we? No, no, you got no, because you brought them to me. Because you guys brought me the original coasters, and my mom works in my food truck. She's semi-retired. You know, she snagged them because they were such great coasters. You know, little teardrops with your sta- with your your burn emblem into mm-hmm. them. They're, she's like, I'm taking those. I'm like, what do you mean you're taking them? They were given to me. I'm taking them. And I was like, okay, then I'll just have to ask them for some more. And so, yeah. You brought them to me when you guys made that oh, beautiful cutting, cutting board. board. I forgot about those. So, okay, which good. They made us. They had their shop opening, mm-hmm. and we... Surprise them with some catering food. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. We mean? still have mac and cheese in our freezer. Yeah. <laughs> I won't let it go. <laughs> so, you know, it was a big deal. They're like, taking the next big step in growing their, their business, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just clientele and financially, you know, just trying to build it into the next step to really get there. And so, what, is, what do we do? We support each other. With so trays I, and trays yeah. of delicious barbecue. Yeah, so I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still mad I was you know, able to go to your your uh, your uh, ribbon cutting. I know, but we promised the next one, yeah. and then hopefully Jeff mm-hmm. will be able to be there with the truck, um, and hopefully we'll have our coffee cocktail lounge ready to go at the bazaar. So we're gonna have mm. a lot of tasty things happening, yeah. and hopefully you'll be able to come. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, was there. They're the first people that invited me to a uh, ribbon cutting, <laughs> and I was gonna go. And but like my work was short staffed, like literally like I found out like the day after she asked me, mm-hmm. I found out that we were short staffed. I couldn't get the day off. Oh, terrible! And I was like, damn it! It was the first person <laughs> that's ever asked me to go to like a ribbon cutting, so I really wanted to go because legitimately being the first time, mm-hmm. I was all excited to go and check this out. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh damn it! I got to tell her I can't, <laughs> I can't make it because of work. Yeah, well, we made it here, so that's good. Exactly. Yeah good you know so i'm trying to think of what else we could talk about so i feel like you already have a huge following organically we, we do so you don't have to do a lot of marketing your marketing no. is so simple yeah. and i love it yeah we don't do any marketing like i, I put yeah. on thursday nights <laughs> i like Wait. set up a so like on my iphone like i have like the, the pages mm-hmm. so i have like this permanent page set up and so i just like edit it for the date mm-hmm. and like where i'm gonna be and i put up Every Thursday, where I'm going to be and what my special is, and I'll post a couple pictures. If I have a special, mm-hmm. I always try to pre-make it like on Thursday night, mm-hmm. so I can post live pictures of what I'm actually serving. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, it bothers me a lot that people post their specials when they just Google search images off. Like, oh, so yeah. when I show oh, up here, no. when I show up to your restaurant and I order the burrito, and it looks nothing like, like the what image you, what you ordered, what yeah, you saw. Exactly. I'm like, oh what is gosh. that crap? So like I. Like the pictures I post is my product. Mm-hmm. Like we make everything, so I can't even imagine. That's like what I do on Thursdays. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I uh, the first time I actually heard about you was from Care. So I was like, ah, I was looking as I was talking online. Go, I was looking on your food. I was like, I'm so hungry. I was like, I gotta work around my schedule to find you. Not find mm-hmm. you. Obviously, you're easy to find, but yeah, to get to where you go, where you're, yeah, where you are, you know, exactly. So I I try to stay in like my little wheelhouse, like. People ask me to go to like Danbury, Mass. Wow. I've gone as far as Philadelphia. That's amazing. I have. With your I'm, full truck. My other one. Okay. My little one. So like I wouldn't take my big rig. I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I figure if it, if it's but, like even if you're doing amazingly locally, even though you love to go clo- you know, further. Yeah. Why not why? But like I just can't see it because like 
we have such like you said an organic following right in town. yeah right in like, town we do so well it's like hard for me to leave my wheelhouse because like yeah. i know like and when i leave town like people are blowing up my cell phone they want to mm-hmm. know where i'm at you know where am i they want the they want the goods and i don't blame <laughs> them you know what i mean like i feel bad like when i'm not in town or i'm close i gotta be closed for a day because i got something else going on with one of the other like unfortunately this friday coming up i won't be open because mm-hmm. we probably won't get back from pa until like 11 o'clock at night and there's no way yeah. i can get up at 3 30 and work all day in the food truck yeah right. you know? and so like i get it people will be upset but oh, sorry you have to take care of yourself yeah exactly the process of it you know exactly and there's two other businesses that have to right. run too even today when you were talking before sahan you drove what like 300 miles already today yeah I mean, been all over New England today picking up cattle. It's That's just amazing. Got to do it. Yeah. It's insane. Just Fine. thinking about that. Yeah. I have a, I have a five minute drive to work every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the furthest I go during the week is yeah. from Waterbury to here. Yeah. So so pulling into the parking lot tonight for the podcast, it was three hundred and eighteen miles. Oh jeez, wow. today. And you still got to go home. Still got to go home. <laughs> Another what fifteen miles back home? Yeah. So, oh my God. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Gotta, gotta love the fuel prices. And well, so you're, yeah. <laughs> you're also going to breweries. So I saw that you so, go to Cheshire a lot. Yeah, we go to Cheshire once, Cheshire Craft Brewing once a month. Oh, okay. It's once oh, a month. A, okay. There's a brewery in Cheshire. I didn't, there's a couple breweries I didn't know there was a brewery. I feel bad. I didn't know there was actually. Uh, yeah, they, they're actually splendid. Great really? people. There's a couple co-owners and uh, their beers. I'm not a big microbrew person. Mm-hmm. I mean, just give me a cold Miller Lite. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have some tremendous beers. Like for a microbrewery, they have. I have. There's one beer I was okay in my eyes, just because it was a little hoppy. I'm not a big hops guy. Yeah. But everything I've had out of them, huh. their stouts and their their ales are great. That's yeah. awesome. They so have, I've been meaning to get down there and one a day that you're there too, but it happens to be usually on days where our gift shop is open. Yeah, it's always on Saturdays from like one to eight. I know. So. One day we'll have to close ours early so have we you, can come. Have you been? So you have to stop by uh, Olive and Henry's or is it Henry and Olives? It's in Cheshire. Where's I think that? It's actually across the street from uh, uh, the the high school. Not the high school. The, oh, so it's deep into Cheshire. Down yeah. By the, down by the. Uh, it's actually by uh, the Cheshire Academy. Oh, okay. And that side, it's just like huh. it's a little shop. They have the the guy has cheese, the cheeses. Oh, he's got uh, he he sells like quail. Oh, like specialty. Yeah, specialty like cheese. High yeah, it's like I love cheese. <laughs> so it's just like I, I stop there. Oh, then, well, then you gotta, go you gotta to stop ch- by and see our mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah. five cheeses in the bed. Oh, is it? Gosh, yeah. I might have to go home and defrost some. It's just ma- to it's have made it with love me. too. Yeah, we can taste it. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so good. So, and we make our own sauces and spice rubs. Oh, do you? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Everything we make ourselves. The only thing that we don't make is the French fries and the tortillas. Besides that, everything else is like all the seasoning blends, the sauces, Mm -hmm. the the potato salad. Mm. My mom makes the potato salad every week. She's almost 66 and she's done oral surgery her entire life. So, like, her fingers are like, are sore and they hurt and they yeah. have arthritis and like mm. every Thursday I get to the food truck and she's like I like what you did to me <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ongoing joke because her fingers are all swollen from peeling potatoes hand cutting them boiling them you know oh my gosh yeah but everybody ever, loves it they do did you ever think about selling your rubs so like, you know, like bottling say bottling it or anything like that yes yes we uh we looked into it like just when COVID hit and it was a pretty good chunk of money for the initial setup. 
just because they were gonna you know do all of our fda regulations or labeling the whole nine yards oh, soup, okay. to, soup to nuts you know like full setup here's a recipe make it happen right and like we just sit back and let it go well they call me when the bottles are ready and i'll come pick them up yeah but it was a substantial amount of money and at the time with code first hitting we didn't nobody knew what was happening where the market was going and mm -hmm. so we haven't pulled the trigger on it yet but we are planning on doing it hopefully by the end of this year That's or over the winter break like january february gonna That's get the ball great. rolling on it so we get asked every single day, are you bottling your sauce yet? Mm -hmm. can, can we buy extra sauce? So it's just, it's legit. So it's an everyday question, pretty much, every, every, every day. day. Mm -hmm. Everyday question. It's uh, so. Oh, yeah. How about the ex that, like, super spicy one? Is so, still yeah, we, we still, we make a couple buns. So we have mm -hmm. our original sweet sauce, and then we make variations of it. So we make a habanero hot one of mm -hmm. it. And then, like, sometimes breweries will release a new flavor for, or beer for the season and so we can adjust it with different hmm. flavors to uh i guess blend with their beer or their yeah. whatever they're doing so it kind of helps each other out like, I have a amazing, like, a, like a pairing i have an amazing name you can give give it but i'll tell you off the air that way no one else knows <laughs> it. so we, we have a name for our original sauce and then we have a name for our hot sauce, which we'll get to, you know, off oh the gosh. air. Yeah. So. I'm so excited. I have an idea for one. It's just, it's just, I'll tell you off the air. That way, if you, if you want to use it, it's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, awesome. I have to credit you. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. I like to give people, I always like to tell people, like, if I'm somewhere, I'm like, I always say, oh, you can, you know, why don't you do this? Not do this, but like, oh, you can. Yeah. Use this idea as well. Or, yeah. It's always you know. good to throw yeah. something else. Absolutely. Like, I, I, you never like, know. People like, unfortunately don't like constructive criticism mm -hmm. mm. but hey if something's terrible if like if i made something today like on the food truck because it's barbecue it's meat like not every piece of meat's the same like right. it, some cook different some cook faster some cook slower yeah some are tender some aren't tender just you know something's not good tell me right yeah like i want to make your experience the best experience you can have yeah you know if something's not good you're not going to hurt my feelings i get it if anything, I'm going to give you back your money and give you a gift certificate, come back again for free. You know, right. like I yeah. want you to be a happy customer. Yeah. You know, our motto on our food truck is we charge a fair price, but we give a fair portion, you know. And that we, is so true. Yeah. Like we want you to come back. We want you to be happy. I'm not here to just grab your money and say, see you later, sucker. You know, like that's right. not what we're about. We're family oriented. We want you to come back. Like, mm -hmm. We have such a regular following on Friday mornings for breakfast. Yeah. So we do like 13 dozen eggs on Friday morning. Oh, do you? Jeez. Yeah, it's a lot of eggs. Yeah. It's a lot of eggshells cracking. That is so but many. But like, it's so many regulars that come through, you know, like, hey, Zach, mm -hmm. hey, Mike, hey, John, you know, hey, you're having your regular, like, guys are bringing more guys because the food's so good. Mm -hmm. We got construction crews. Hey, it's the NPL guys or it's somebody else or it's the guys over on the corner of Route 6. Mm -hmm. It will be down in 20 minutes. We'll take our regulars, you know, six sandwiches, seven yeah. sandwiches, you know. That's so it's just it's like it's really nice being in the community like that and people know us yeah. we know them you know i can yeah. i can just look into the pictures on instagram and the videos i can just tell it's it's uh good size portions yeah mm -hmm. so we yeah. just I mean that's just how i was raised i was raised in an italian household like here's your plate plus some like mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't want you being hungry and that's yeah. the way i look at it like i can't <laughs> stand going to places like i don't to me, it doesn't matter what the meal costs, but I want to be full and I want to mm -hmm. be happy with the end of my meal. And that's the way I treat every single plate I make. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like if something's not right, I'd rather throw it out than serve it to. Right. You know, I'd rather just tell somebody, sorry, we're sold out. It wasn't good today. Or just be like, hey, it came out crappy today. Sorry. It's just being honest. Too, exactly. Which people value so much. They do. Much. And they, they appreciate it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I don't find lying to your customer that's a good deal. Just no. be no. honest with people. And people it'll, get it. It'll always come back to you. It does, yeah. too. You know? I just treat people the way you want to be treated. So I was taught. And I try to treat all my customers like that. Yeah. So and so far it's paying dividends for us. <laughs> you know, we have such a good rapport in town. We try to do all the local things in town as much as we can. You know, mm-hmm. it makes a difference. We're yeah. want to be part of the community. I was born and raised in town. You know, That's so it makes huge. a it makes a big difference too. They, they remember. They're like, oh, I remember you. You helped out this, or mm-hmm. you helped out. You were there. You did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we actually just made a donation to the Bristol Boys Girl Bristol Boys and Girls Club in mm-hmm. Bristol for. Their STEM lab, so oh, it's like wow. a computer lab. Yeah. Yeah. So we just made a two thousand dollar donation for them. You that's know, amazing. Like, it's a lot of money, but I mean, it's the future of our kids in town. You yeah. know, it's like, and the reason we have that money to donate is because people uh, patronize our business. So mm-hmm. the least we can do is give it back to our community. Yeah. You know, and they see it and they appreciate it and they come back. You know. Yeah. So it's a big deal being part of the community. You gotta gotta give what you get you know Mm -hmm. it pays dividends it's just karma it's good and i think it's it's interesting too and so erica had her first year was it first year right her first full year when you Mm -hmm. were there correct so erica owns bakery and maple in bristol so absolutely amazing um and jeff was there with his food truck and i remember that morning eric and i we had to get to the shop for something Mm -hmm. but i was like i was like i don't know i really just need one of jeff's breakfast tacos i was like we just need to go and we and we had known in the back of our heads that erica was having an event and you happened to be there but our shop is literally right down the road from them so we pulled over with our dusty dude van and then everyone's like oh you guys are all there april is there from mm-hmm. family roots yep. and so we ended up all taking a picture together and again it's been like that core group yeah from day one but that is because of bristol because mm-hmm. they did a video about all of us yeah. and um, you framed that picture that I we all took and it actually hangs <laughs> i put a 40 pound magnet with a, with oh, a hook geez. on it stuck right to the, the reach in fridge inside my food truck and the picture's hanging there since the yeah. day she gave it to me uh, yeah what, i've got so it on our like desk yeah. yeah yeah it goes everywhere Yep, yeah. that's that's us. That's our core group. Like we're, yeah. we have and, each other's backs, and people love that we're all the, this big family. You know, mm-hmm. whether they're you know the city is a part of it, the community is a part of it. We have it, but people, are, you know, we posted it on social media, and we were like, oh, you know, we're here celebrating, and Jeff is here, and Erica is here, and like we were all there. People are like, oh, we love that you guys are all together, and again, it's that community feel, that family feel, Correct. and I never felt that anywhere else i no. really only felt it in bristol and i lived in burlington vermont for a long time i lived in cheshire um i, I never felt that way before like they say like bristol's a big city but it has a small city feel yeah it's not as big as harford or bridgeport by any right. means but i mean there's what over sixty thousand people in bristol Is there? yeah i didn't realize it was that i didn't realize it was that big yeah we're yeah. jamming yeah <laughs> packed yeah i didn't realize there was such so, a bigger town like, or city you, you feel like it's crazy. Like, you walk into places. Like, I'm sure you see it, too, with your dusty dude shirt on. Yeah. People are like, oh, the wood guys. Or, yep. oh, the barbecue guy. Like, I can't go into Walgreens without getting mugged. Right. You know, they're like, oh, the barbecue guy. Oh, you're feeling <laughs> so good. Oh, you're going to be at the corner next morning. You know, like, it's just, it's mm-hmm. crazy. But it's like, it makes you feel good that people it know does. who you are in town. 
It does. You know? Yeah. Because we are a small, we're a big city, but with that small town feel, it's really nice. Absolutely. You know? And you're speaking about how we're doing things together. I'm going to do a thing with April for her <gasps> second year anniversary coming oh, up. Yes. So. Oh, I got the inside scoop, yeah, which means another. you guys all have the scoop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. But, <laughs> so, yeah, another little. Oh, that would be so. amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, good. Support each other. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, and I've got another collab coming up with Erica from Bakery and Maple with the holiday season. Those new butter boards that are really popular, um, we're going to try to bring those. So it's taking a charcuterie board mm -hmm. and instead of take take the charcuts off, mm -hmm. and then you literally like layer butter, or you could do like a, a more savory, like a peanut butter. Um, and Nutella, and then you you can dip like strawberries and stuff. This in is it. the so first time I've ever heard of this. Yeah, oh, you guys should look it up. Sounds like a cholesterol attack. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like butter. I like peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> I like fruits. <laughs> I'm going to, on the fly, butterboards. Sorry, I'm being, somehow I, somehow someone put me in a, uh, a texting chat <laughs> group. So I'm like, great, I'm seeing all these freaking texts. So, yeah, so I apologize for you guys who are listening, but we're looking at a picture of a charcuterie board with um, butters that are spread, and then it acts like a dip, essentially. Uh, okay. So instead of putting your dip in a bowl, mm -hmm. you spread it beautifully on a board. So Erica and I are going to try. Seems like a lot of work. Right? See, like, it's not something I would partake in. I'm just a dunker, like, yeah. through and through. Exactly. Um, but people seem to really love it for the holidays. It, lo it does It does look nice on the table, yeah. I'm sure. So we're going we're gonna to give it a try. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, all sorts of collabs happening all the time throughout Bristol. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Like, I work with Eddie from Cafe Royale oh, yeah. Yeah. all the time. So when, when I, whatever day we are open or whenever we're open for mm -hmm. breakfast, we always send breakfast sandwiches to his coffee shop. Mm. So I sell his coffee on my trailer, and he okay. sells my breakfast sandwiches out of his coffee I shop. I didn't realize that he had your sandwiches. Yeah. And he's got his second location coming, so he's he another Bristol small biz guy, mm -hmm. um, and he's opening his second location. Uh, it's not technically – is it technically Bristol? Yeah, it's Forestville, Forestville. which is part of Bristol. Okay. So it's part of Bristol, right? Yeah, yeah. it's part of Bristol. So that's really exciting. And so. he's also got his roast roastery going, yep. so he has been yeah, booming also. Yeah, I talked to him. I saw him, I think, the end of – August? No, the end of September? Yeah. I saw him at the uh, Beer Wine Festival oh, for the Knights of Columbus. Right. And yeah. he was just telling me all the stuff he's got going on. He's that's shot, amazing. too. He's doing know. classes. He's I got know. a whole lot. And he, he travels all the time to the family farm where they yeah. get all their In Columbia, does he? Yeah. Yeah, in Columbia. So yeah. they have oh, a geez. coffee farm in Columbia, and then they ship the coffee. They ship it back? Oh, yeah. yeah. So Cafe Royale, if uh, anybody's listening, also another small business mm -hmm. that uh, check it part out. of the family. I'll have to yeah. add that to the list of uh, Lou and I have to visit. Yeah, I'll take yeah. you on a tour. Tour yeah. Day yeah, Bristol, we and we'll make sure we hit all the good, all the good, mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And we'll land at the bazaar, hopefully, when it's open. <laughs> I, know. I can't wait to see that. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited, excited for you guys. Thanks. You know? Yeah, can't wait to actually, you know, to see it. I know hopefully be part of it you know yeah yeah, yeah. So. we're hopefully gonna start work uh end of this month or early november but we've just been flooded with applicants and we're sending out our first kind of email blast to people who have applied this week just letting them know that's cool you know all the updates the pricing yeah. and everything like that so cool. i applied I'm excited <laughs> yeah and that one of the questions is like uh i forget it was something to the effects of 
why would you apply or something like that? I forget the exact question. I go, because mm-hmm. I know care. <laughs> just like care told me to. Yeah. yeah. So we're excited. It'll be a much longer commute for you. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I know. Well, the nice thing about Zara is you just come set it up and you walk away. Yeah. So you don't have to worry. Our vendors don't have to be present to That's sell cool. anything. So they'll come. We'll barcode and they can just come back to enjoy um, either the coffee cocktail lounge or they could host their own class if they want to host a class, but they don't have to worry about being present to actually vend any of their products. That's kind of cool. So yeah. I, we might have uh, That's I'm, a cool concept. Thanks. Yeah, definitely is. <laughs> you know, like basically retailing your product and why you're still working your other job. And exactly. Like it's, still, like, it's for side hustlers that mm-hmm. want to grow to be full hustle or people who are totally cool being side hustlers but just want to level up. Mm-hmm. So we help them do that while they go about their yeah, day better, to day. I better apply for a spot for my barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, we've got dog treats, we've got cookies, we don't have any sauces. You can have a little collab of the Bristol Bazaar yeah. hot sauce. Oh my gosh. Eric mm. would be thrilled. Yeah. He loves that hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is good. It's so good. I, I, know. I was telling Lou we have to do a, a live podcast there. Yeah, when so we well, open. Now, room. So, mm-hmm. And just maybe how we were saying, maybe have like three or four guests guests, and like a little crowd of like however many people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because by, by the, <laughs> excuse me, I'm choking on the water. <laughs> uh, by your schematics, it looks like it's going to be pretty spacious spacious in there. Yeah, we've got 5,800 square feet. So oh, really? That much? Yeah. Nice. So that includes space for everything. We've got 675 square feet dedicated for events and classes. And then, um, I can't remember the top of my head, the square footage for the coffee cocktail lounge. And then outside, we've got about 200 square feet of patio space that will have double patios outside so that people could come and hopefully get your barbecue <coughs> and have a cocktail. Um, and then, yeah, everything else inside is for vending and uh, meeting space. So we've got our think tank there. So you're gonna have like, you have like a conference center in there? So we have one space in there that's dedicated, and we call it our think tank. Mm-hmm. So in there will be a phone, a TV, so you can do a presentation in there. Um, we'll have a whiteboard for brainstorming. So it's really just kind of a spot for people who want to come, who are vendors, and they either don't want to work in their house anymore, they want to take a phone call, not next to their kid who's screaming. Come on. Um, or if they want to collaborate, they can book that space. It's included free uh, with their rent. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I'm excited about that space for sure. But I definitely plan to spend a lot of time in the coffee cocktail lounge. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. So have you started like moving forward with the coffee cocktail lounge and pulling permits and all that stuff yet? So we are looking to sublease that mm-hmm. out. So we're in conversations with a small business that cool. I can't say on air. No, no, no. Um, no, it's all good. <laughs> totally understand But it. when the announcement comes, everybody will be so stoked. I was pretty curious on what you guys were going to do with that if you guys were going to manage that or just have somebody else take care of it yeah we wanted someone who who knows who lives and breathes coffee who understands the cocktail world Mm -hmm. and has gone through getting a liquor permit working with the health group you know those types of things we don't handle in the wood world why not (laughs) i mean spruce spruce and liquor don't go together it'd be interesting but yeah so um hopefully we can make that announcement soon we're very excited for cool. our partnership. Cool. I'm so, ready. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear it. I know. I'm pretty excited too now. Now, now you got me <laughs> thinking, like, who's it going to be? You know? Like five names already ran through my head. <laughs> yeah, it's funny so. that you say that because I was thinking of all the places I could think of too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's more to come more to come awesome um but back to you yes how can sorry. people find you reach out to you learn more about what you're up to so all um, the things social media you know the uh necessary evil in my <laughs> life is. at this moment in time <laughs> you know as good as social media is for networking Sometimes it's also a big pain because mm-hmm. you got to stay on top of it, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, Being responsive. Exactly. And- so you can find Heavenly Smoke Barbecue at Heavenly Smoke BBQ. Pretty much just Google search us. Perfect. And we, you know it's us because there'll be a picture of the big orange trailer <laughs> or the funky guy in the apron that says <laughs> kiss apron. the cook with wings <laughs> and a mohawk. <laughs> Don't forget the mohawk. So. Uh, yeah. So that's us. Cool. And then we're on uh, Facebook and we're on Instagram. Awesome. So, we don't really do a website. We have a website, but it's more for online ordering. Yeah, okay. I noticed that. I was just talking to Kier. Mm-hmm. I go, I was trying to find some information on his website. It's just, let's just, you can just order, it looks yeah. like. Uh-huh. Which I mean, is fine. You gotta, if you keep it, if, you probably just have to keep it simple, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, it's actually our live menu on our POS system. Huh. So, as we sell stuff and stuff runs out of stock, it automatically updates oh, it on great. the on the website oh, I don't good. always utilize that feature because sometimes it's a giant pain in the butt mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like I'll have 20 people standing outside my window at lunchtime <laughs> and the next thing I know like 15 tickets are printing and pickups like oh three minutes away I'm like ah <laughs> <laughs> there's not I don't have enough arms <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it's just me and my mom in there on Fridays you know and on Saturdays is me and one other person right and so it's like it gets hectic in there sometimes oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. yeah we blaze through like 80 pounds of brisket on the average day. Jeez. Yeah. Gosh. So. I, was, I, was, I was telling him that we have to add that to the list of places we have to visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true Texas. I mean, I use one little can of Kingsford charcoal and one of those wax little tumbleweeds to start the charcoal, and mm-hmm. the rest of it's wood-fired. No propane, no gas. It's just real wood. So That's I won't tell you what kind of wood. That's a secret. That's a secret. Of course. Yeah. Proprietary secrets. <laughs> But it's not hickory, I'll tell you that. We don't like that stinking hickory wood. No. No. A lot of people love it. I don't like it. Huh. I mean, I feel it makes the the meat pungy. Hickory's oh. a very strong wood. It it's is. It's got a real nutty flavor, and sometimes it overdoes it. Hmm. But, yeah. So it's not huh. hickory, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, Bristol Beef. Bristol Beef is kind of under the radar because uh-huh. of what we do there. We've yeah. been on a few uh, watch lists for animal rights activists uh, interesting yeah so we don't even have a sign out front so unless you literally know where we are you don't know you don't yeah. know where we are i was gonna yeah. ask if you get a lot of that like no. a lot of like no. uh people like yeah. uh, animal rights activists yeah. come on in folks yeah <laughs> check it out let me show you the back pens <laughs> oh. lock, lock them up to the fbi shows up <laughs> so yeah we have they have come and given us cards and it's like something oh. happens just Lock up, close the door, stay inside, call oh, wow. us, direct phone numbers to the FBI. Because, like I said, we were on a few watch lists for huh. animal rights activists. Nothing yeah. ever happened. Nothing. Thankfully. But you never know. You know, yeah. you, just, you can't engage that kind of stuff. You right. just call the proper authorities and they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good to know. So yeah. no sign. No, no sign. But, okay. so, but our retail end <laughs> in our processing places in Sellington, that's at 347 Center Street in Sellington. It's right in downtown, past like the bar district. And so um, that's open Tuesdays through Saturdays. Awesome. So Tuesday through Friday, it's open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Saturdays, it's open from 9 to 12. Okay. So 
Yep. But we have a regular retail center down there. We do, most of our stuff is frozen because mm-hmm. we process it and then instantly freeze it. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have a ton of retail that comes through the door and we just don't want to waste product. Right. You know, but it's cut fresh and then we cryovac it. We have our own cryovac machine. So if you don't know what cryovac is, it's basically vacuum seal bags. Mm-hmm. So we vacuum seal everything and put it right in the freezer. Nice. Our freezer runs at negative forty, so wow. within a couple hours, it's, it's rock hard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so you don't lose any of the moisture trapped right in. That's hmm. just let it thaw out on the counter or in the fridge, and you're good to go. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Well, and we carry chicken. We carry like uh, chicken wings, chicken breasts, chicken thighs. We do hmm. uh, pork chops, tenderloin pork chops. Um, Canadian bacon, huh. regular bacon, which we can cut to any thickness for you. Oh, that's yeah, Eric would like that. That's good. Porterhouses, T-bones, ribeyes, you know the basics. Then we keep all the odd things: cube steaks, stew meat, soup shanks, you know, mm-hmm. veal heads. Get a lot of that. I'm huh. getting hungry just, you know, <laughs> some, know right? sometimes scary lambs. We don't really care. We can get anything you want with a couple huh. days' notice too. Oh, that's good to know. So, like we don't okay. keep a lot of tenderloins in stock because they're so pricey. Like we get them, a lot. we carry them in stock for Christmas time and Easter time, but mm-hmm. typically throughout the year we don't carry them. Give us a day notice, and we'll have them in for you. Oh wow! So. Yeah, because okay. I assume I assume around the holidays that's when they probably sell more. Yeah, and um, prime rib roasts. Oh Just yeah, a ton of those. A ton. Wow. Yeah, but we also make our house made kielbasa too. So in the back of our facility, mm. we smoke all of our own hams and bacon's there. Mm-hmm. So like the bacon we make, we make it store store made. It's wow. Those guys, they're great down there. Let me tell you, the guys that run the shop for <laughs> me, and the the recipe that we use for the brine, it gets brine for ten days. It's just oh my gosh. It's sweet and smooth, but a little bit of saltiness to it, but not too much. You mm-hmm. know, you're not dying for a glass of water after you eat a piece of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> and then we smoke it, and we have these two big overhead tram smokers that can hold two thousand pounds of meat mm-hmm. out of a clip. Wow. They just roll them right in. It's pretty impressive. So, yeah. So we do all of our own stuff. And then we make, for Easter and Christmas, around Christmas time, we make about 5,000 to 8,000 pounds of house-made kielbasa. And then at Easter, we do between eight and 12,000 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Real deal. Hand-stuffed ourselves right there in-house. Huh. Put on the the smoker, let them dry, and then we smoke them. Mm-hmm. We uh, vacuum seal them up. Yeah. So, yeah, we sell a ton of it. We sell out every single season, too. See, I never years. would have oh, thought of that as, like, a yeah. holiday meat. Yeah. Never. But yeah. that right. I will consider for this year. We won't be here for Thanksgiving, but we'll be back for Christmas. Yeah, we do it for Christmas and Easter. That's so. awesome. Yeah. It's a big deal. Wow. So we shut down two weeks before Christmas, like, all the processing end. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even schedule anything in the the slaughterhouse and, and just because we have to get everything processed two weeks before huh. Christmas because we need the smokers open we need all the hams and all that stuff smoked and yeah. picked up and beef cut and put away and all that stuff wow. just so we can make just kielbasa <laughs> oh jeez yeah that's crazy that's yeah. wild I would even yeah. never even think about we all do, that time mm-mm. we do about eight to a th- 800 to a thousand pounds per day we make wow. you know we jeez. put we have these sticks we put them on a special cradle and we carry them down to the smoke so we carry eight thousand pounds up <laughs> and we carry eight thousand pounds down oh my and then gosh. we get smoked we carry it up to get processed down to get smoked and once it comes out of the smoker back up 
and then repackaged into crap. It's it's a process. Yeah. Man hours. You feel like your arm is going to fall off after like day three and you know you still got eight more days to go. Oh. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So separating the men from the boys those weeks. <laughs> you know, and you're there 12, 13, 15 hours because we start in the morning, mm-hmm. and, but you can't leave the smokers unattended. So, right. You know, after they're said and done smoke, packing it up, somebody's got to stay there and babysit them. Yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> introducing business owner yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know but it's worth it you know in the long run that's awesome yeah it's quite the uh quite the system going on a lot a lot of moving parts do you guys post your specials and everything like that for the retail end of things yes we we have a yeah we have a a facebook page called sullington beef and pork perfect not too hard to find nope (laughs) no definitely yeah it's not I'm not super active on it yet because it's not the retail end. The store is not. So what I want to do yet, we're getting there. You know, it just takes time and other other things. My uncle was very, uh, I guess, old school about things. Hmm. We didn't even have a POS system, oh. like a point of sale system, a credit yeah. card machine, until Christmas of last year. Oh, oh my geez. gosh. Yeah, like crazy. Like it was cash or check only. Wow. Yeah, like literally everything from like full sides of beef to uh, five pounds of bacon, like cash or check. That's it. Huh. And yes. I was like, I finally, I was like, you got to get one. You have to. You have to. They're $1,200. Like they're not, like mm-hmm. it's nothing. It's right. a drop in the bucket for like what this place can do. And finally he was like, oh, I don't know. I go, I'm buying it. I go, if this doesn't double our retail end of it this Christmas, it's yours scot-free and you don't have to pay me back. Right. And so, you know, people come in, they get a couple links and they're like, oh, how much? You know, and tell them it's like $48. And like, oh, phew, I only had a 50. I go, by the way, we take credit cards now. And they'd be like, oh, throw two or three more on. Every uh-huh. time I like stare over my shoulder and look at my <laughs> uncle, just give him that smug look and he just shake his head at me like, oh, man, I don't have to pay him back. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's 2022. Like, how yeah. do you not take credit card machine? You know? Yeah. Like, so... But he already built such a following with yeah. just that, well, so that's yeah. just and then icing on the cake. The predecessor before him, like, it's been in business since, like, I think the 30s. Wow. If oh, not oh, earlier. Oh, that's so cool. Like, so the original building, so where the smokers are now, that used to be the horse barn. Oh, really? And they huh. used to go get the sides of beef in the wagon with the horse. Oh, my God. Like, crazy. Yeah. That's how long that building's been there and how long it's been a meat yeah. market in that location. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. it's just, yeah, it's wild. Like, it's always been known as a processing plant there. Huh. You know, you drive by and there's like, sometimes you drive by and there's a side of beef hanging on, because the, the cooler's like outside. Yeah. So there's like an overhead track that comes in like you'd see in like the movies. <laughs> they just roll the side of beef right into the building out of the cooler. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and people drive by and you see little kids and they're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of wild. Oh it's God. on Center Street too. I I'm never right on Center Street. I never even noticed. Yeah, so same. If you go down Center Street all the way through the bar district, mm-hmm. it starts to curve towards the left. Yeah. yeah. Don't curve towards the left because now that is like where the watch factory is. Go straight. Okay. So like you'd pick, basically take a left towards like Testa's and smoke with the Chris's. Right. Don't take go straight. Yeah. Like where the corner store is. There's I think it's a liquor store now. It used to be okay. a little DB Mart, but. It's a liquor mm. store, so go straight there and you hit the stop sign. Look to the right. That's our building. That's right there. Oh, it's neat. right there. So, okay. yeah, it's a tiny little. It looks like a house because it was. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like an old school. 
the, the, the owner lived on the second and third floor, and the first floor was the shop, you know? Just old school. Gosh. Still runs like that, but yeah. it's efficient. We own the building, you know? Oh, that's good. So, yeah. But I do have plans to retrofit the building a little bit better to, you know, make it more aesthetically pleasing for retail purposes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, I can't wait to come by now. Yeah. Gonna you gotta get pay that a kielbasa, visit. Gonna get that bacon, the thick, yeah. thick bacon. Yeah, it's nice. I love thick bacon. It's crazy mm-hmm. as it sounds. It's yeah, and well, you can get yeah. it with the the Ryan on or the Ryan off too. Huh. So, like the pigskin. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's huh. a true custom butcher. Like, there's not too many of us left like that. You know. Mm-hmm. There's meat markets, but all that stuff is box meat. You know, like right. comes shipped in for some factory from Oklahoma or something. You know. This is all local stuff. That's That's crazy. Like swinging sides of beef, like you see in the movie Rocky. You know, yeah, Rocky, you're breaking the ribs. You know, (laughs) like, but yeah, it's crazy. Like, and we do hogs and lambs and goats, like I said earlier. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, always something moving in out the door. Now we're into hunting seasons with the deer, so we process deer too. So it just doesn't stop. You know, the next you know Christmas will be settled down. For now, it's Easter time. We'll That's be doing it. lambs for Easter and hams and mm-hmm. yeah, so wow, hungry just thinking about it. I yeah. know. And then after that, <laughs> basically back in the summer and it's barbecue season. Roaster pigs. Mm-hmm. You know, we're one of the main people that people get their roaster pigs from for huh. pig roasts. Wow. We do a ton of them. Wow. We do probably 180 a summer. Oh, jeez. We huh. sell. Yeah, we Gosh. go down to Pennsylvania, down to our buddy down there, and buy a whole trailer though we'll come back with 25 hogs in the back of the trailer wow yeah huh mm-hmm. so all different sizes yeah weights and so when somebody prepare them for them <laughs> throw them in our freezer and somebody calls we'll just pluck it out thaw it out for them good to go yeah pluck. that's yeah <laughs> that was a tough one <laughs> <laughs> well they're in the freezer they're I like know, you know I we're know. ready to rock and roll so <laughs> no just take them out thaw them up so <laughs> It's wild, you know, or sometimes we just prepare one fresh. Uh-huh. So. My father used to tell me the story of how he, uh, when he was a kid, because he's, he's 80, mm-hmm. he used to, how he used to go to the, the meat market, and, like, they used to just throw the chicken into the mowing machine there, and, and he could watch them oh, yeah. de-plucked and everything like that. Yeah. Oh, So we, we don't do, we don't process poultry, because uh, according to the USDA statute that we follow, we, you can't process poultry and beef and swine in the same building. Oh. Just because of the bacteria levels and the possibility of cross contaminations. And so we don't do poultry. And okay. I don't want to do poultry. That's, yeah. Poultry's tough. Just because, like, one, you got feathers everywhere. <laughs> and two, like, there's, like, uh, was it poultry lice? Okay, so that's it's a like. Thing. I didn't know that was a thing. No. Yeah, it's like a thing, like. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Like, it's not terrible, like, if somebody's growing their own poultry, but, like, those mass poultry places, mm-hmm. like, they have to wear full suits because they're covered in, like, lice. Oh. But, like, they don't attack humans. They're just for poultry, but they're still gross. Yeah. Like, I'm all oh. set with that. Yeah, I yeah. pass. I'm all set <laughs> with the, like, organism part of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, some people ask for, like, the, the tripe, you know, the, the cow mm-hmm. stomach, and I'm like... Nope. <laughs> not cutting it open. I'm not digging through oh. intestinal stuff. Like, it's just going in the barrel and off to the rendering, man. Like, I'm not <laughs> doing it. Sorry. 
Wow. I know. There's yeah. some things that are just like, no. Just too much. Yeah, old school. A lot of old school, older people like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we don't have it today. <laughs> I know I can say that because I know they're not listening to a podcast because they don't even know what a podcast no, is. No clue. <laughs> you know, so but it's definitely uh it's definitely unique, mm-hmm. you know, between the three of them. So I mean it's basically we do from mooing to chewing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for so real. Yeah. God. Well I guess I I don't know, I wanna kinda do like to wrap it up with like a, a question. Yeah. Um it's very like a very typical small business person question, but if you, you know, if someone's questioning going into small business, don't do it. Say? Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't listen to him. Don't don't do it unless you are prepared to spend copious amounts of hours and time and labor to it. Like mm-hmm. this, it's not your typical thing. Like if you want to start a small business and you work a nine to five job. Everything you've learned in that nine to five job, throw it out because mm-hmm. it does not relate. Like yeah. some of it will, but like the hours of like, I'm done with work today. I'm going home. That doesn't happen. No. It just doesn't. Like on my way here, I got three phone calls for work stuff. Like it just doesn't happen. Like I get text messages at nine o'clock at night. I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm. You know, just be prepared to donate five <laughs> years of your life to just not sleeping, running around. Minimal pay. Yeah, minimal pay. Exactly. <laughs> like some days it's just like, holy crap, do I buy a product or do I pay my light bill? <laughs> uh-huh. I guess yeah. I'll get a late fee on the light bill this week. Like, you yeah, know, absolutely. But, you know, especially with the economy and everything, you know, it's tough. It's tough sometimes to make ends meet, but I always find a way to do it and keep going because, you mm-hmm. know, we do have, if you serve a good product, you'll get a clientele. If you get a clientele, you'll survive, you know? Right. It's just sometimes takes a little bit of time and effort you know mm-hmm. blood so. sweat tears yeah exactly stress you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah stress <laughs> and remember they're paying you so sometimes as much stressed out you are and tired as you are mm-hmm. you get that customer sometimes especially at the food truck some days you know i start at 3 30 in the morning and it's now 2 30 i'm selling out of food and they're like oh why aren't you open later well, I can't be open till like seven o'clock at night. Yeah, because after I leave here, after I close my window at three o'clock, I still have an hour worth of cleanup, just here in the parking lot with the window closed, and then I have to go back and load my trailer, fill all the water tanks, prep food for tomorrow. I don't get home till six o'clock at night, and you want me to stay till seven? Right. It's like it's like people just don't understand all the behind the scenes work that's there. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's so hard to not be like. I wrecked a million hours. So I, <laughs> I can't stay open any later, you know. But like, you gotta remember, like they're there because they appreciate you. And sometimes, like, at the end of your wit, just because you're exhausted, you've been running for nonstop, mm-hmm. you gotta take that moment. Hey, they're here because, as as annoying as it is, some days they're here because they appreciate you and they want your product. Mm-hmm. They want to support you. They do. You become the attraction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes it's overwhelming, but just remember, like, it's all. They're there and they're seemingly being annoying at that moment in time. It's just because they want what you have because you serve such a good product. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my mom has to remind me of that just because <laughs> between the three of them, I sleep like four to five hours a night. Mm. So it's tough. Like you're just tired by the end of the week. You know, right. Saturday hits and you're just exhausted. It's been running nonstop. Yeah. Do you ever get a day off? No. No. You're, are you, I assume you've been seven days a week for... 
umpteen years. Yeah, for for a minute now. So I try to have Mondays off. I try to do, but this time of year, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, because Sunday is like my family day, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So we go to breakfast every Sunday morning. <laughs> but then after breakfast, I go, gotta go to the farm. Actually, I go see April on do Sundays you? because I leave a dump trailer in her lot and she gives me all of her old rotten produce. And oh. I feed it to the cows. Oh, oh okay. That's Which they perfect. absolutely love it. It's so much fun. And oh I get to bring God. Sam. Yeah. Oh. And he loves the cows. Oh, my God. Moo cow, moo cow. So, oh. like, but even that, like, I'm with my family, but it's still not a day off. It's still yeah. working. Like, I can't still just lay on the couch in my PJs all day. Mm-hmm. You know? There's other things depending on me that has to get taken care of. Right. If I don't go do it, the cows don't eat, you know? Right. So, never really get a day off. If you own livestock, you never get a day off. Yeah. You know, just like having a dog or a cat. Like, mm-hmm. same thing. But to do it, would I do this all over again, being a small business owner? Would I quit my job, take that giant leap of faith, spend countless hours of not sleeping and running around ragged? Yes, I would do it again. <laughs> I'd definitely come at it with a better game plan. Because now that I have gotten my feet wet and I know what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the other thing with starting a small business. There's no, like, book. There's no reference. No. There's no tell you how to do it. Like, do you start an LLC or do you get a tax ID first? Like, right. Like, I got a tax ID first, which I didn't know I had to have an LLC first. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, and then you got to apply for an EIN, and then you got to do this. You got to mm-hmm. register with this person. You got to do that person. Yeah. And I will say that's where the town came in and helped you. Yes. A lot. But, like, it's a challenge. They don't make it easy for us. No. They don't. No. You and know? that's what I'm hoping to do with the bazaar is to help these small business owners grow and mm-hmm. find the answers to all their questions in one spot yeah, you know whether exactly. they're from bristol or they're not from bristol like whoever that connection needs to be that's what we want to be able to do because that's exactly what eric and i went through yeah. was so, nothing you just didn't have it yeah this summer i've met a few food truck people that were just getting into the game so i gave them like i wish somebody was like willing to give me advice when i first yeah. started but there wasn't right and nobody wanted to talk to you anyways because it was covid and the world was ending uh-huh so yeah you know like it was couldn't talk to people no so but yeah i would definitely do it all over again that's awesome it just takes time and commitment as long as you have the drive for it you know Mm-hmm. the yeah. grit i feel like there's grit involved definitely grit involved. <laughs> yeah so and learn how to run on no sleep big yeah, plus that is get over over caffeinated and no sleep you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, that's pretty much my story. So, I mean, we just run ragged nonstop. I did hire somebody, though. You did? Yes. That's and, a big um, deal. Uh, yeah, as an operations manager. Mm-hmm. So you actually know them, but I'm not going to say names. Got we'll it. We'll talk about that after. Sounds great. But uh, that person is helping me tremendously with oh, on the Bristol beef and Southington beef and pork end because there was so many loose ends and just, like, how things were run, like, uncle ran the entire schedule on a yellow piece of paper hmm. oh jeez. yeah like he'd go to look at the schedule and there'd be a piece torn out and you're like where is it where's the, who's coming like <laughs> people would just show up i'm like they're not on the list oh i forgot to add that in oh i forgot to do this like mm. you know so he's helping us modernize all that and oh good yeah he put all of our customers into a 
a Google account and now we have separate calendars for each spot so I can see what's going on at what spot and what day and who's coming on what day and mm -hmm. so that alone has tremendously made my life easy Good. Yeah. and I'm just like oh talk to that person he'll take care of the scheduling mm -hmm. so that's kind of nice it's nice delegation yeah it's freed me up quite a bit to do the things I need to get done that's huge so yeah I mean, I didn't think I'd actually get to the part where I'd be able to hire somebody else, but mm -hmm. we're, we're getting there, and like, we're making moves, you know, it just takes time. And yeah, small steps. It does. We'll get you there. Yeah, exactly. That's so, awesome. Well, yeah. congrats. Thank you. <laughs> You'll be excited when I tell you who it is. But, yeah. All right. Exactly. I, I, want, I want to end this way. I want to know who it is. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks <laughs> All right. for listening. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you uh, whenever. Next time.